Hello, and welcome to another episode of Successful the Podcast. This is Natalie here. And this week, Carla and I are bringing you a wide ranging discussion that we had. Um, we talk a lot about finding enjoyment in things that are considered work and how to get over the achievement mindset that we're both still working on and focus more on just having fun instead of achieving all the time. And just as a disclaimer, we do talk quite a bit about our health and fitness journeys on this particular episode um, and discuss weight a little bit. So if that is a trigger for you, this is just a warning. Other than that, please enjoy the show. Welcome to Successful, the podcast, a show about the stories of women redefining success. We're your hosts. I'm Carla. And I'm Natalie. Like you, we're two career women figuring out the meaning of success. In each episode, we bring you our stories and the stories of other women who are redefining success in life, in work, and on their own terms. What's going on in Carla's life? Well, we are back in the United States. I think last time we talked, I was still in Mexico. Um, and we picked up our camper this past weekend. That was a big event. Ooh. Do you have a yeah. name for your camper? Cassie. Cassie's Cassie. a casita. Well, Cassie Casanova is Cassie her Casanova. drag name. <laughs> <laughs> She's just fabulous. Uh, I love yes. it. So you picked up Cassie. Where you was Cassie up- stored? Cassie was stored in an underground facility that used to be a salt mine. Oh. How cool is that? That so is we're, cool. Yeah, we're really particular about our camper because clearly, I mean, it's our home when, right. we're, when we're in the U.S. And so um, we just wanted to make sure that it was super safe, secure, and also because we're in the Northeast, that over the winter it would be in a temperature-controlled facility. And so we found this really – cool underground old mine and yeah it was super secure i mean they did not just let anybody in and it was there and safe and sound the only problem was that we did have a little mold when we got back my cowgirl boots that are leather are completely ruined i had to throw them away oh no yeah yeah so I put mold them in on the, the inside of in the in the closet specifically. I feel huh. like there must have been some moisture in there that I was not aware of. So weird. So that was the only the only casualty mm-hmm. from our three months that we stored her. So that's three, not too bad. Three months. Yeah. It went yeah. by so 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 fast. So fast. But it was so nice to over the weekend we we took all our stuff from our suitcases and mm-hmm. put everything in its place. And so even though we live in this tiny little space, you know, it's 84 square feet, um, it's really amazing how these campers are made in that there's a place for everything. Mm-hmm. And so now all our stuff is nicely organized and it just feels good. It feels good to be settled back into our home. Yeah. We're going to be hitting the road in about a week. Right, we're, we're visiting family right now, but we're going to get back on the road and head to Nashville for a little while and then to Dallas where I'm going to get to see you. I know. I'm so excited. And then who knows? We'll see where the where the road takes us. So that's that. the that's the plan for now like you're after yeah. Dallas you're like we don't know 
We don't know. I think that we may go back to Mexico later in the year mm -hmm. because it's just awesome. Right. <laughs> you guys had a blast. Know. We had a blast. And later in the year, like towards Christmas and Dia de Muertos, which is mm. a big celebration in Mexico. There's just so much going on festivity-wise. That is that we... in uh, October, November? November, early November. November. Yeah, the first two days of November. Um, so that's kind of in our horizon. We haven't made any – we don't normally plan, like, unless we have to book a flight. We don't really right. plan too much. So mm -hmm. we'll kind of see where the rest of the year takes us. But that's an idea. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm so happy that you're home. I just cannot believe how fast it went. But – I, know. I bet it just feels so great to be back in your back in your routine almost. Your routine really of moving. Does. Yeah. Yeah, it really does. And we really missed our dog, our bigger mm. dog. So it was really nice reuniting with him. And so yeah, it's been really nice just to come back. Um and I didn't realize how much I missed our camper until right. and my bed. Honestly. <laughs> your own bed. bed. I realized how much I missed my bed when I, that first night, poof, the head hit the pillow was oh, just delightful. Oh, <laughs> to be in one's own bed. It is oh, really like it. one mm -hmm. of the small joys of life. And it's funny because it's a dinette. A what? <laughs> so it's a tiny camper, right? Like everything right, has right. to be multifunctional. So our bed is actually a dinette, like an area where people can eat and hang out. But you take the table off and it becomes a platform for a bed. And so oh, so our it's bed kind is of like not modular <laughs> or something. Yeah. Like you kind of, I mean, we never take it apart because it's always a bed for us. Mm -hmm. But but you can turn it into like a table with cushions around <laughs> and where you can sit. And so we so just funny. laugh because this is probably the most comfortable bed we've ever had. <laughs> It's a dinette. We do have a memory foam mattress from Ikea, uh, but it's just the best. It's the best. Yeah. So, anyway. Wow. Well, yeah. welcome home. Thank you. What's welcome going home. on with you? What's on your mind? Uh, let's see. Well, similar to you, except we won't be traveling in a camper, is we planned our honeymoon finally. Yeah. I don't know if and I told you about this. I don't think we talked since your wedding. I know. I'm married two weeks ago. That's true. I mean, I did. I got <laughs> Finally, got to wear the dress. Amazing. Yeah, I know. It's so funny because now that it's over, it's like, I don't even, I kind of think about it. I thought about it a lot for the next two days and like reviewed everything, of course, over and over in my head. <laughs> Hopefully all the good things. All Hopefully the good you things. looking for all the things you forgot or mistakes. No, no, no. Just the good things. Just yeah. the good things. But just trying to like commit it to memory and... It really went as good as I think it could have gone, which is <sighs> amazing. Like I had thought about it, how the day would progress over and over again. And I think this is like one of the first times it's happened to me where things went almost exactly how I envisioned, which nice. is great. And it was even better too because I was a little skeptical of doing a few things for the wedding like Matt hates to dance. Mm -hmm. And so I was flip-flopping on – you know, should we have a first dance or not? It's just going to be our families there. Like, will that be awkward? I hate being awkward. I hate being the center of attention. <laughs> <laughs> and in the end, I was like, F it, we're just going to do it. So I had a song picked out and everything. And he was such a good sport. 
Aww. We danced, and then my dad and I danced, and he and his mom danced, and it was really fun. Oh, your yeah. photos are beautiful. Oh, I texted you. you this, but just for everybody to know, it's like the perfect Pinterest wedding board. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank you. Every little detail, like Matt mm-hmm. made this gorgeous ring box yeah. that is just the details on it are amazing. I know. The box is so cool. Yeah. It's a treasure for sure. And I mean, your dress was just Oh, it was just romantic and flowy oh, and, and unique. I don't think I've ever seen a dress like that. Yeah, it was super unique. And it yeah. worked out well because the wind was blowing in my favor. Yes. It was a very windy day. Things were blowing off the table. It was a little dicey there for a minute. Um, like but it a, helped your dress. But it helped my dress. There's photos where your dress is just like flowing. flowing like you're in the meadow. Yes. Yeah, it helped me like during the ceremony, the wind was so favorable and my dress is like picked up in the back. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll take it, whatever. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm so happy for you. Thank it you. It went so well. Yeah. Yeah, it went really well. We're really happy. Um, and we're even more excited. I mean, obviously, we're excited to be married, but it doesn't really change much for us. We've lived together forever and, you mm-hmm. know, it's just a formality. And yeah. We're, we're glad that, you know, we can check that box. We had a good time. But we're really looking forward to our honeymoon, <laughs> which is going to be in a, yeah. a month. Yeah. I mean, neat. I know you're going to Washington, which is one of my favorite states. Yeah. So we're going to fly into Seattle and then we're going to go to the eastern part of the state. So we're doing Leavenworth, mm, love for, it. Um, which is a little German town in the mountains. So doing that for three days, then crossing over the state and going to the Olympic National Park for six days. It's going to be a lot of hiking. And then we're going to drive down the coast, hit some of the beaches on the way to Portland, stay in a beach town, and then hit Portland. And then we're going to hit the Columbia River Gorge area for three more days. So it's like two weeks. Such a beautiful time too with the spring, leaves Mm -hmm. coming out and the trees. That's going to be great. Although you're going to be a little closer to summer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. It's going to be – it's temperate there. So – I think it gets a little cool at night, but it's basically summer. Yeah. Yeah. So exciting. Yeah. And I will be holding down the fort here for our podcast. Yes, you will. <laughs> so you, you can will be abandoned. disconnect. <laughs> As I should be. It's I your promise. honeymoon. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, I will be or I won't be abandoned? <laughs> you won't be abandoned. And our listeners won't be abandoned. Our listeners won't be abandoned. I will be abandoned. Oh, you I will. Should be because okay. it's going to be your honeymoon. Got it. So yes. Well. I don't want you to lift a single finger. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you actually, this is a good um, segue into another thing I want to talk to you about <laughs> because I took the leap and got a trainer, mm. um, a health and fitness trainer. And I kind of planned in the honeymoon. I was like, oh, should I wait until after the honeymoon? Um, cause it's in a, like a month, it's in like five weeks or should I just start now? And so I had been talking to her about that and she's like, just, you know, it makes sense to start now, like build up your legs for your hiking and then we'll take two weeks off. And I don't want you to do a single thing. Like for me, just enjoy your honeymoon. Cause you get to do it once, yeah. you know, right. hopefully just yeah. once. <laughs> so yeah, I took the plunge and decided on my health and fitness journey that I needed some help. It's so funny that you bring that up because I have been thinking about that too. Have you? So I gained a few pounds in Mexico. Mm -hmm. 
but I feel no guilt about it Good. because I ate the most delicious food while I was there. Yes. But I did lose some of the work that I had put in last year. Mm-hmm. A little bit of weight and getting um, a little more fit. Um, so now that we're back in the U.S., this has been very top of mind. Mm-hmm. Kind of how to get healthier, um, how to get stronger too. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm I'm so glad for you that you found what works for you. I last dancing other days and so mm-hmm. forth. And you yeah. really enjoyed Zumba, I remember, because you were doing Zumba oh, yeah. in Mexico. Yeah. I love to dance. Yes. Yeah. And that's such a good way <laughs> to stay fit. I, I it's funny this Zumba class was a little competitive like they you know that the usual suspects the ones that were always there like the teacher's pets the ones yep. that the teacher would like laugh with and kind of have eye contact they were all in the front mm-hmm. and I have this thing about me I've learned over the years that when I start some new class and it happened with when I did Bikram too oh yeah uh-huh. I start in the back because yep. I'm new and that's I'm like, how I do it but I always have this goal that I want to be in the front yep. <laughs> like in a few classes I want to be the I'm gonna be front. right <laughs> yeah I think this also happened when I was in school yeah yeah I usually made my way to the front um so yeah so the Zumba class I went for three months once a week and mm-hmm. in the beginning I was kind of shy in the back but you bet that by that last class I was in the front. I was hooting and hollering with yes, everybody. Girl. I brought my dog. Everybody loved the dog. <laughs> I was known. I made it. I was known. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that Leo energy that like. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so funny when you said I don't like oh, to be yeah. the, the spotlight or the right. center of attention. I, even though I can shy away from it mm-hmm. I really do like it you like enjoy at the end it. of the day you know if I am presenting or mm-hmm. doing something I feel pretty proud of that you know if it went well I feel yeah. pretty good about it at the end and so especially things that I know I'm good at right I, I really do think I'm good at dancing it's part of my blood you know my Latin mm-hmm. blood um, and so I want to be in the front and show it up. I don't want to be hiding in the I don't back. Think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's <laughs> yeah. anything wrong with wanting to take up space. And we're all so different, you yeah. know? It's good that yeah. you can own that. For me, it's easier if I'm like, you know, up front teaching a class. You're kind of the center of attention, but mm-hmm. I try to have them not focus on me so much. You know, yeah. like I'm so focused on everybody moving together and making sure that everybody's okay that I'm not really thinking about me as the center of attention. Mm-hmm. Try to make well, it more about that them. That's when you that's when you perform your best, right? right. Like when when you're just so focused on what are they thinking about me? Or, mm-hmm. Like I, in, in the Zumba class in the beginning, the first few times, I, I remember being angry because. Mm-hmm. I didn't get the steps. Like I was just following the instructor and everybody else seemed to know what the next step was going to be. Oh, that's so frustrating. And I was frustrated. And then I I was like, well, Carla, it's like your first class. Like (laughs) these people have been coming for years. (laughs) And then by the end, I knew the regressions, you know, I knew the the choreography a little bit more. And then I would invite people to come with me, like my brother, Mm -hmm. and he would be angry too. Yeah. Um, And so I think that, but but I think that what happened in me is that I was less focused on me getting it perfect. Mm-hmm. And I was more like, just have fun and you'll get it anyway, you know, eventually. And I did. Um, but but yeah, I think that when you can let go of the, what are people, because people aren't even looking at you, right? Like no. you're doing Zumba, people are concerned. Every, They're thinking themselves. the same thing. Exactly. 
am I going to get the next step? You know, uh-huh. I want to be in the front. You know, other people are also, they're, they're, all, they're in their own heads. Totally. And so, so if we can just kind of let go and have fun, I think that that's when we can really unleash our inhibitions and, mm-hmm. and, and do well, not just have fun, but also perform well. Yeah. I think yeah. something that I really admire about you is your, first of all, your self-awareness, but also your desire to have fun. Which I just, I'm so, I gravitate towards it so much because I think I can just be so hard on myself and do things for, you know, the end result. And I don't often think about think, doing things for like fun. That is shocking to me. Well, <laughs> but you say okay. that. That's not, that's not necessarily true in the, in the fitness space, let's say. Ah, okay. In the fitness yep. space. In certain specifically. areas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because I am so competition oriented like you. Oh, I come from a sports background. And because of that mindset, I think I should be good at everything Mm. physical, like in a physical sense, which is very, a very difficult mindset to get over. (laughs) I I will say that I have that a little bit too. But but when I was younger, I was really good at sports. I was Mm -hmm. always like the team captain of this and, you know. And then I don't know what happened. I feel like maybe I grew into my limbs or something. And I lost a lot of my athletic ability. Maybe I just didn't do it very much. It was strange. Like I Hmm. used to play volleyball and I could serve a mean serve. Like I was good. Mm -hmm. Or basketball. I used to, you know, like really play. I think the part of it is that I stopped doing it. And then I remember in college trying to do those things again and I just gave up because it was, it was like, frustrating. I, I can't do it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so so I do have that a little bit in me that I know about myself that if that I can get a little competitive. So mm-hmm. it's something that I'm constantly keeping in check. Like, yeah. you know, can I just have fun? Can I just kind of relax about it? And, and yeah. I'm getting better at it. But I won't say that um, when it comes to sports, I think I do prefer individual stuff. Like I mm-hmm. really do love to dance. Yeah. Um, and I, I do love to dance in groups too. Uh, but yeah, group, group competitive, that sort of thing. It just makes me anxious. Yeah. And so I, yeah. I, I haven't even thought about like the group part of it. Cause I haven't done group sports in a really long time. Actually, when I was, um, a teenager, I quit basketball. I was really quite good at it. I made varsity as a sophomore and I would get bussed over to the senior campus with all of the right. other freshmen and sophomores who were on the varsity teams. <laughs> and I was miserable. I was so miserable because it took the fun – being on that team, first of all, I don't think I was ready for it mentally, but it took the fun out of it for me. Mm. And when it became no fun, I was like, I think I'm done. Yeah. Because it's like, what's the point? I'm not going to college for basketball. So what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> but I noticed this tendency though because this actually happened last weekend. So Matt and I rock climb every Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll skip a week here and there. And I always know if we skip a week that I'll have to go down a level in difficulty. Like mm-hmm. if I'm between levels, I'll go to the easier level just to start out. And we had been going consistently for the past like three weeks. And so I had an expectation of myself that I would move up to the next level. And I had tried a few and it was fine the last week. And so this weekend, it was like every wall I got up, I just couldn't – there was a point where I just couldn't make it over the next rock, you know? 
And I would just keep trying and trying and I was like wearing myself out. And it happens occasionally like that where you just have like an off day or it's a new route. And I get so frustrated with myself. I'll come down off the wall and I'm pissed. I'm just like, I need some water. And then I I have to shake myself because that's my natural instinct. And then I'm like, wait, this is Saturday morning fun. You are not here to prove <laughs> yeah. anything to anyone, even to yourself. Like, why are you so hard on yourself? So I have to like shake myself out of it. And that's one of the reasons why Matt is really good for me because mm-hmm. he's like Mr. Happy to be here. He's yeah. just like always having a good time. He doesn't do anything really that's not fun for him. Yeah, yeah. And so when I am confronted with that and his attitude and I see the difference, I'm like, okay, take it down a notch because this is supposed to be fun. (laughs) You know, so this this has crossed my mind a lot, um, especially in the context of our podcast. And you and I talked about this Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago. Um. How and this is a little dramatic, but but right. I talked. I told you that I feel like I have this tendency about that has, that has to do with killing joy, right? <laughs> right, like like our podcast, for example, is a very joyful endeavor. I wouldn't be doing it otherwise. But the first few weeks, at first, it was really exciting and all butterflies and rainbows, mm-hmm. and then a first a few weeks in. It was hard work. It was really hard. Right? Like we were learning the processes and and I just felt myself like st- stealing or even killing the joy of the process and, and just the journey because of these expectations of you got to do, you know, you got to do it this way. You got to do it perfectly and you have to do so much. And, and we do put this pressure on ourselves that really steals the fun out of it. And you you've been really great for me with this podcast and just kind of reminding me that like we do what we can, you know, mm-hmm. let's have fun. And the right. moment that it's not fun, then we need to just be checking with one another. So exactly. I think that that's, that's something important that applies in any aspect of life is like a lot of things start out as fun and then they, the fun can dissipate a little bit. Right. It's important to ask yourself like, what is it because I I'm just over it and something mm-hmm. new. Or because have I stolen the fun from it through yeah. my expectations, taking things my too ideals. seriously? Exactly. And I think the other thing too is the realization that not everything is going to be fun all the time, right? Like so true. Like the podcast, it's not one hundred percent of the time fun. It's work. It's work. It's work. Right. And work can be fun, right? But sometimes it is a little frustrating. Like as mm-hmm. we're learning new things, it can be a little bit frustrating. Um, but you have to look at the bigger pictures, like the 80-20 rule, right? Like if 80% or maybe even 90% of the time it is fun, you know, it probably is worth sacrificing that little 10% or 20% that, that's not for the bigger picture, for the bigger fun <laughs> that, that mm-hmm. is there. Yeah. So so I think it's important to be realistic too, that life mm-hmm. is not always going to be 100% fun or, or activities that you choose as fun are not always going to be perfectly no. fun. And that's not a reason to not. Not do a reason them. to not do it, right? There's always that level of like just the mundanity of life, right? Mm-hmm. So like cool, interesting, creative things take work. Yeah. And you want to get to the end point where it's like, oh, I've created this amazing thing, but that's ignoring the entire journey of getting there, which is full of ups and downs. You know? Exactly. And so I'm thinking yeah. of it in a few different ways. So like with creative projects like this and then 
for an example, sewing. Mm -hmm. So it's really fun when you pick out a pattern that you want to sew, you find this amazing dress you want to sew, you have your fabric, and then you're envisioning what it's going to look like. And then you realize all of the steps that you have to go through to get there. You have to pre-wash the fabric, cut out the pattern, lay out the pattern, cut out the fabric, then then you can sew. And so that all takes like two days before you can even sew things. And I remember many times I'm like, I was complaining to Matt, like, God, all of this pre-work for these projects really just bums me out. But once I get to the sewing part, I really enjoy it. But it's like two days of prep work that is just a total drag. But when I actually enjoy the activity. So there's always these little aspects of things that we love that are just yeah. a little mundane, maybe not the best, and just I'm a laughing. part of it. It is part of it. I'm it's laughing as it. you're talking about sewing. Quick side story, but it's related. <laughs> so last week, my family rented a cabin in the mountains in Pennsylvania, and it was just really special time to be away as a family. Mm-hmm. And my mom is very good at planning like fun activities for us, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we were in a cabin that did have TV and all the amenities, but she really wanted us to be together as a family. And so she teed up, you know, she teased the whole week, like I have a little project and everybody, we're going to sit down and do this little project together. And she finally, Wednesday, middle of the week, she brings out these little color, different boxes in different colors. It's like, everybody pick one. <laughs> And we're all, my brothers and I are all like rolling our eyes like, what are we doing? (laughs) I'm like on pins and needles. What's in the box? A sewing kit. What? (laughs) What? It was a little sewing kit. Okay. With a, it's called English pattern, I think it is. Okay. So it's little cardboard, little cardboard pieces. It's for quilting. Mm. There's little cardboard pieces, like in the shape, like ours were in the shape of pentagons, mm-hmm. and you would put fabric over them and then create a flower. Like you would sew each, you would cover each pentagon with um, fabric mm-hmm. and then sew it up and then piece together by sewing all the different pentagons. All the pieces. A flower. And then the idea is that that's a flower that can go on a pillow or something like that. Cute. And it was one of those like mandatory <laughs> fun. <laughs> situation. Oh my, and my poor brother's like, I just don't sew. Like, this is not my thing. And I got a little competitive and I was like, I'm the best one here. Look at mm-hmm. me sew. Natalie would be so proud. So I thought proud. of you. <laughs> but you know what? I We all laughed about it. And maybe the act of sewing itself for my brother and even sometimes for me was not the fun the mm-hmm. fun part of it but the fun part of it was that we did sit at a table together. together and the funny thing is that my mom was the only one not sewing so That's we so laughed funny. about that she was like the madam she just wanted you guys to work <laughs> so that was pretty funny I love your yeah. mom I need to meet oh, her one day me she sounds like a hoot she would she would love you but yeah so sewing I get it but yeah, I mean, like with any with anything, there's always going to be like the light and dark, the fun, and then the not so fun. It's just like what you said. Can you take the average of that? And is the average? I'm having a good time. I'm enjoying exactly. what I'm doing. Yeah, um, but I think that there's also there also needs to be an intentionality in yeah. seeking out those things, which mm-hmm. I've 
I mean, we talked about this in your episode where, where I interviewed you about making time for joy. I think that it's really easy to not make the time for the things that are fun, you know? And so I think it is important to kind of experiment and think about like, what, what are the activities that relax me or that allow me to feel in the moment and pursue those, make time for those and not take it for mm-hmm. granted that, oh, you know, right. I'll eventually do this. Um, yeah. So, I, yeah. So I think that it's, it's good to have wise wide open and, and also be intentional about seeking out those experiences. Totally. And, yeah. And just trying new things. I mean, I think that's really important too. But yeah, being intentional with it and trying to not talk yourself out of it because there might be some, you know, things that aren't the best about it. Like, oh, yeah, I have to do this, this, this. Oh, it just seems like so much work. But yeah. in the end, you have this amazing thing, right? You do, yeah. Yeah. So what is one fun thing that you are going to do today? Let's make it it's very good, in the present moment. Good yeah. question. Um, so something I've been wanting to do, uh, I guess we haven't talked about this one so much on the podcast, but I grew up playing the piano. Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I have, a, I have my piano from when I was a child in my house and I pass it every day. It's in the main hallway. And I dusted it off when we had company <laughs> the other day. And I've been thinking a lot about playing it. And I just – I haven't sat down and made time to play it because it's kind of – it's the same thing. Like I have to remind myself how to play again, right? I know how to play, but I have to go back and study some of my old pieces. And there's stumbles along the way as you're getting back into that muscle memory you know, and it, it can be very frustrating because it's like, I know I used to be able to play this. Where in my brain is that piece of music, you know? Yeah. And so I've been not doing it, but I really, I do want to sit down and play play the piano. And it actually connects to something that I had briefly mentioned in another conversation that you and I had. I found this, and this is related. I found this teacher, I think, I don't know what you would call him, like maybe a meditation teacher or just he's kind of like buddhist ish mm-hmm. i don't really know his name is alan watts but he's his whole concept in a lot of his posts and he's deceased so his estate is run by his sons Ah, okay so it's just an instagram page that i found of some of his teachings and quotes and stuff um we can link to it but his whole concept is life is not about the destination about getting somewhere achieving something, climbing the mountain. It's all about the journey. And he gives this analogy of like a dance, right? So the point of a dance is not to finish the dance. It's to dance, right? Mm -hmm. And that's life, right? It's The point of it is not to get to the end point where you've achieved something. It's to enjoy the ride. Mm -hmm. And I think about that a lot. And music is very similar. So what's the point of learning a new song to say that you can do it or to enjoy playing it. Right. And I get a lot of enjoyment out of playing. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That speaks to me a lot since it's about dance. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. And when you're dancing, do you you feel that same thing? It's not about necessarily getting it right. But once you get those steps and it becomes second nature, you're just enjoying being. Yeah. Right. That's so interesting. Yeah. Like when I think about going to the Zumba class, it wasn't the – it wasn't checking off a list of classes to take. Like that was never the goal. 
and I would get up early to go to those things. Like it mm-hmm. was a long walk too to get there. So so there was something that was really calling me and it wasn't, oh, I'm just going to do the Zumba class, get it out of the way, accomplish it. It was getting immersed, being immersed in that journey of dancing that, that really drew me. And I don't know that I apply that or, or historically I haven't applied that same mentality to other things. I, I feel like throughout my career, I've been much more in the camp of accomplish, accomplish, mm-hmm. do things for me the too. sake of, you know, that end goal. Right. But I will say that in the last year, I've become much more attuned to the journey, you know, to doing things for the pleasure of it. Um, mm-hmm. In my business, I'm constantly thinking of that. It's it's not, you know, the money at the end. It's what's the journey that, yeah, will hopefully lead to the money and, and other achievements, but it's the journey of the enjoyment of serving my clients and the enjoyment of like the writing, right? I I like this, the feeling of finishing an article, but that's not why I write. I write because I like the process of, of just sitting and mm-hmm. playing with words. Um, one thing that I'm going to do for fun today that kind of, you know, connects with this is in, when I was in Mexico, I bought a coloring book, an adult coloring book Ooh, that has – all these designs of Dia de Muertos. So it's like this beautiful celebratory, very intricate type designs, like fly, like cut paper flags and things like that. And I also bought these beautiful colored pencils down there. And I haven't touched that darn coloring book once <laughs> since I bought it. And I'm going to do that today because this conversation is, you know, really motivating yeah, me to okay. do it. And the thing that I think I'm afraid of with coloring is that I'm going to get really bored or feel like there's no purpose, right? Mm. Like, like, like with the so what? Like, okay, I'm coloring. So what? Like, so am what? I going to frame this? Am I going <laughs> to give it to someone? <laughs> and I don't think that that's a good way to approach It's not the point. Life. That's not the point. The point right. is to sit down and enjoy the colors and mm-hmm. just really be in the moment and enjoy the process. Yeah. So, and that's why I bought myself this coloring book because I knew it was going to be a challenge for mm-hmm. me. It is a challenge. But I, but I think it's an important thing to, to hone and to practice and to keep kind of, it's like a muscle. Mm-hmm. You got to keep practicing that muscle of really immersing yourself in, in the activity and finding the joy in it instead of just focusing on the outcome. Without any know. expectation of, you know what you're going to do with it or what it's going to look like. I've done coloring before and I had that same thing where I was like, I'm sitting here doing this. It's not like a creation out of my own brain. This is someone else's drawing that I am coloring in. So <laughs> what am I going to do with this? But I will say I used to take um, my little like sketchbook and I'm no drawer by any means, no artist, but I would find a nice place to sit outside and just enjoy being outside and then color a little bit. That's and nice. That's the best. Like if you can yeah. find a nice little cafe or a little spot out in the woods, get a hammock, whatever, mm-hmm. it just really helps you to drop in to that moment. Yeah, that's a good idea. I was just thinking of coloring in my camper, but <laughs> I could go outside. You could. <laughs> Novel idea. <laughs> Novel idea. Thank you. Yeah. No, I think that's great. I Let me know how it goes. I will. Yeah. We're so yeah, achievement oriented. <laughs> so I funny. I am too. It's a journey. Oh, I'm getting better though. We're working on it. <laughs> yeah. Work in progress. 
Yeah, but this was fun. I'm glad. I wish you the best with your workouts. Thank I think you. That that's awesome. I have had trainers in the past and it mm-hmm. really does help. Yeah. Because it's not just the workouts. I mean, you have somebody that you can really share mm-hmm. and has your back and it's cheering you on. Absolutely. So. And my- but I hope that it's, it's fun too for you. Yeah. And it's, you know, we didn't go into it too much, but I know from my accountability style, like I have a very hard time for certain things, keeping myself accountable to myself. Um, I know some people are extremely self-motivated and I can be that way, but from like a long-term consistency perspective, it's always good for me to have somebody to check in. Um, But I also realize when I need help because clearly what I'm doing is not working Mm -hmm. for me. So I just kind of raised my hand. I was like, I need some help. I'm going to figure it out, but I need somebody somebody there to guide me. And I do much better with having someone to be accountable to. Hey, that's what's keeping me. I mean, not just that, but that's really supported me in this podcast, having yeah, you, right? Absolutely. Like knowing that we're counting on each other. Mm-hmm. I think that if I was alone on this journey, it would have been easy to, easy give to up. just give up, right? But easy to give no. up for sure. I mean, it's fun, right? But like we said, there's times where you, you are putting the work and having mm-hmm. somebody to push you and encourage you is what can really help you to yeah. go to that next. Having people in your corner. Step. Yeah, Mm -hmm. to support you. So I'll let you know how it goes. All right. Sounds good. But we'll talk next week. Yeah, we'll talk next week. And have fun. Enjoy your piano playing. Enjoy your coloring. Thanks. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Successful. If you liked what you heard, give us a follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also follow us on Instagram at SuccessfulThePod. See you next time.